pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 156 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my co-host, in person, live from South Carolina, Preston Russell. Hello there. And in this episode, we'll be going over the community transmission for the new game mode, Capital Supremacy. Let's get started. Uh, The community transmission is here. We are in South Carolina. As the news broke, let's go over this. Incoming transmission. A command post has been lost, but not the battle. Alongside the announcement of more content from the Clone Wars coming to EA Star Wars at EA Play was the confirmation that a new large-scale game mode will also be arriving. We know that this is a topic that many of you have waited patiently to hear more about, and we're incredibly excited to be here today to go in depth with all the details. The goal for Capital Supremacy is to win the planetary battle, gain access to the opposing team's capital ships, and destroy it. When you first deploy into a game of Capital Supremacy, you will begin planetside. From here, you will have to take control of several command posts. Which command post you go after is entirely up to you. Choose carefully because while you're off capturing a command post, the opposing team will also be doing the same. The choice between attack versus defend is one that you and your team are going to have to make. As you capture command posts, your team will gain reinforcements. Once you have the required number, your transport ship arrives. When this happens, you will have a short amount of time to make your way to the transports. After boarding the transports, your team will begin the assault upon the opposing team's capital ship. From here, you will have to set multiple time charges across the ship. Should you be successful in destroying the capital ship, the game will end and your team will be designated as the winners. If you make it onto the enemy capital ship but fail to destroy it, the battle will return to the surface of the planet where you will repeat the process and attempt to capture command posts. From here, you will once again need to gain the necessary reinforcements needed to launch the assault into the capital ships. The match ends when a capital ship has been destroyed. Let's stop there and go over our thoughts on that. What, what do you think? Um, yeah, uh, sounds pretty much like what I anticipated based on the, uh, little bit of information we had on what was coming our way. Um, it's very much half of uh, the original Galactic Conquest. Yeah. The uh, command post segment. And it also sounds like it has the potential to be extremely long and extremely frustrating of a game if you uh, <laughs> if both teams suck at destroying capital ships. Mm-hmm. So I assume based on the description, it's the same for each team rather than being Galactic Salt where one team defends, one team attacks. Yeah. Whichever team gets necessary reinforcements first flies up in their little transports to the uh, capital ship and tries to take it down. It's interesting. Um, I I know like everyone expected it to be like, oh, we're going to be able to fly up into the ships. Well, I I was very I was very much under the idea of oh no, it's going to be like in Battlefront uh, Battlefront 2015 with the Death Star DLC, how you had that multiple phase where you'd go onto the ground and then you switch and then you would um, go into the space battles and do that this is different though everything will be uh, land-based so you will claim the uh, command posts on the ground transition onto the ships above there won't be any uh, starfighter combat it's all uh, infantry based which i'm fine with um i think the if it was starfighter combat in between that would be a very strange 
transition to make. Yeah. Um, the Death Star made sense because you were not, you weren't using the starfighters to board. You were attacking it as a whole separate phase based in, you know, space combat. So that was fun. But yeah, I don't particularly want to have to pilot a transport ship <laughs> onto the capital ship. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. So, the fact that it's two separate segments of effectively ground assault, I'm fine with. That sounds good to me. The uh, player count is, what, 20v20 still? Yep, 40 40 player-controlled units. I'm good with that, too. That sounds good. Let's go into those specifics. Capital Supremacy is not like any game mode that's currently available within Star Wars Battlefront 2. It comes with its own rules and gameplay style. In terms of player count, Capital Supremacy will be a 20v20 game mode, meaning up to 40 player-controlled units at any one time can take part. In addition to this, there will be uh, 12v12 AI-controlled units during the planetary phase of the battle. We made the decision to include AI because we wanted to capture the scale of the Clone Wars while not diminishing your odds of playing the iconic heroes. This is similar to how we use AI within Starfighter Assault to add to scale and the feeling of heroism as you cut through them. This means that when the battle is taking place within the ground base, uh, there will be two teams of 32 engaged in combat. When the battle escalates to one of the capital ships, this will be lowered to 20v20. There will be five command posts to capture, all of which start in a neutral state. Command posts are placed throughout the planetary surface and can be captured in any order. Holding the majority of command posts progresses your team's attack on the enemy capital ships by earning tickets. Once a team has earned enough tickets, their transports will arrive. For every person that reaches the transport in time, that team will take uh, will receive extra tickets for their attack upon the enemy capital ship. The attack on the capital ship occurs in two sub-phases. The attacking team have to override one of the doors, and from there, they'll have to plant a device to destroy critical ship systems. While the defenders can interact to stop the timer from progressing, they are unable to reset it, so every second counts. Once the timer is complete and both power generators have been destroyed, the game is over. The attacking team only has a limited amount of tickets during their assault upon the capital ship. Should this ticket count reach zero before they've destroyed the critical systems, the combat will return to the planetary surface capital ships. The Republic Attack Cruiser, or otherwise known as the Venator-class Star Destroyer, was built for one purpose, ship-to-ship combat. Key areas on the Venator are the cargo bay and the reactor core. Those fighting for the Trade Federation will be defending a Separatist Dreadnought. This Providence-class destroyer was used heavily during the Clone Wars and was one of the biggest ships in the Separatist fleet. Large enough to hold a blockade almost by itself, the Dreadnought's power is to be feared. Both the droid deployment bay and the cooling room will be areas of interest while on board the dreadnought areas of interest yes like we're just uh just going for a nice vacation cruise on the uh, trade federation dreadnought i've heard it's a, a great time of year to visit the, the dreadnought it's a wonderful time of year the weather is great in march <laughs> <laughs> This is pretty interesting. So what what will happen? So five command posts, just just like original Battlefront 2. So you're going to go around and claim these command posts. And as you claim them, you're going to earn tickets. And those tickets will allow you to have a certain amount of infantry that you can use to start to destroy the, the generators on those ships. Kind of like in uh, Galactic Assault where you've got the player count. And as you die, that is taken away. It's, it's interesting in that fact where it's like kind of merging the OG battlefront that we have and love and then um 
the stuff that they implemented in Battlefront 2017-2015. So it's it's basically everything that DICE has done in game mode development has been leading up to this this moment. I find it strange, strange that they're called tickets. I'm assuming maybe they'll come up with another name for that. Maybe not. Just seems a little odd. <laughs> seems, a little, seems a little out of place. Gotta get I've your got ticket a golden count. ticket. Yeah, it seems a little out of place in the name, but the system I'm fine with. That makes sense. Just like you said, like the, um, the bank of players you have to choose from in Galactic Assault. Yeah. It's probably got to be a similar amount. I'm assuming it's not just going to be, you know, a couple. It's got to be a significant amount. So I don't know what the rate is that you earn them at or how many... You know, it says for each for e- for every person that reaches the transport in time, the team will receive extra tickets plural for their attack upon the capital ships. I don't know. You receive a certain amount per player as they uh, load into the uh, transports or what? I don't know. Yeah, I, I imagine that being a lot. Kind of like it's I'm, the the closest thing I can relate it to would be like blast. Like it's gonna go from like galactic assault where you're claiming or we're kind of like. Sp- Primacy in Battlefront 2015, where you have these po- uh, places of interest, places of interest uh, that you can go to and claim, and then afterwards you go into like a more close quarters kind of stuff where you're going and kind of, actually it's kind of like cargo too, cargo or strike. We're going in and trying to claim this one point. Cargo, gone but not forgotten. <laughs> Lord and Savior. Last week, uh, Battlefront 2015 was on sale for $5, the Ultimate Edition. So, Did you buy it? I bought it on the Xbox because we, we, we had it on the PlayStation 4 originally, but uh, we had the Xbox with us and I've been wanting to play it on the Xbox. I buy it, you know, the first thing I, I jump into. Oh, naturally. Cargo. Cargo. Of course. I need to reinstall it. The people that still play Cargo... Oh yeah, they're religious. It's oh like my a fanatical gosh. group of people. I was in that group for a long time. I still played the first one, Cargo, up until, I don't know, probably January, December or January, then I uninstalled it. I need the space on my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the heroes. Yes. That it shows next, the next segment, the uh, Clone Wars era section. So, you want me to read it? Yeah. So, it says, uh, Capital Supremacy will be a Clone Wars experience, meaning all of the heroes and reinforcements available will be those from that era. This is the perfect opportunity to take control of our two new reinforcements, the dual-wielding ARC Trooper and the Vibrosword-wielding BX Series Commando Droid. So pumped to play as those two. Yeah, ready to play as the uh, ARC Troopers. Remember the uh, the Clone Wars micro-series? That, uh, yes, yeah. the the 2D animation. Yeah, when the, uh, the episode where the ARC Troopers storm in and rescue Katie Mundy and them from Grievous. That's a good episode. <laughs> so, light side heroes, we get Obi-Wan. Makes sense. Anakin. Makes sense. I have the high ground. Right. Yoda. Yeah. Makes sense. Chewbacca. Also makes sense. Now, where we don't make sense is in the dark side heroes, we have General Grievous, Count Dooku, Darth Maul. All make sense. All era-specific. Mm-hmm. Then right here at the bottom, it says we have Bosk. Yeah. Now, why do we have Bosk during Clone Wars content, but not... The man, the myth, the legend, Big Papa Palps, Chief yeah. Palpatine himself, the Senate. How dare they? As far as like Clone Wars heroes go, and heroes or villains, Papa Palp should be up on the top of the list. Absolutely. Bosk, while he did make an appearance in the Clone Wars show. Right. I have no issue with Bosk being there, right? Like he's clearly but over Papa of Palps. the era. Right. But why is Palpatine not yeah. there? You have the villain of the series. <laughs> The, the Clone Wars was his love child. That he, was his. He is the Senate. Right. That's what that was his. You know, he constructed that to bring him to power. That was his means. And he worked, here we are he not having him. Very hard on his reputation. And it's just not there. Fix it. Dice. <laughs> Make it right. Bring back the Senate. You know what yes. you have to do. Well, I. Th- 
We still don't have I Am The Senate as an emote for Palpatine. That's despicable. Nor do we have any other alternate appearances for him. I mean, in the prequel trilogy, he had... um, Last year, the year before, I went to up to Denver to uh, the art museum where they had the costumes of Star Wars exhibit. Do you know how many outfits he had? A lot. He had like 12 just there. I don't know why we can't have the the outfit he wears in the fight with Mace Windu. The Senate, you know? Yeah. nice, famous, right. lovely crimson garb. It's a wonderful outfit. It's quite fashionable. And, and then there's that. And I mean... I am the Senate. We don't need to say anything else. Mm-hmm. Bring the man back. Yes, I, I think that's a very, very big missed opportunity. What do you think about them limiting the amount of heroes? I know it's been, it's been. There's two sides of it. There's the oh, I like the the authentic approach to it, which I think there's an appeal there. But it also, I don't. I don't like how they limit the amount of heroes or villains. I, I love I love it when there's like the heroes unleashed and you get get all of the heroes and villains on a, a game of galactic assault. Uh, but I do I do see why they would go that way. Yeah, um, part of it probably I would think is to if in nothing else differ- differentiate it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know galactic assaults a lot different in the setup, but overall, if you just had all the heroes available all the reinforcements all them yeah it's basically just another galactic so it's not a it's not a vastly different game mode it's just a different variation of the same thing so in the name of having some difference to it then i understand makes sense i'm i'm fine with i'm fine with all heroes i'm not one of the people that needs it to be era specific and it needs to quote unquote you know be immersive or real or whatever the excuse is i'm not one of those people but I also can understand wanting it to be only Clone Wars or only, you know, OT or, yeah. you know, whatever. I can understand that, and I'm fine with that. Um, also fine with it only being the four heroes per side. That's cool, because I like the heroes a lot, and I 90% of the time play heroes versus villains or hero showdown. So if I really want to play heroes, I'll go play that. If I am going to go play the new game mode when it comes out, I'm not playing that for heroes. It's yeah. good to be able to get them as a reward for doing well, but I'd personally be fine if they removed heroes from it completely. Okay, go hard, go hardcore. Yeah, and make like, it make it all infantry based. I mean, why not? Do you remember in the the OG Battlefront, the OG OG Battlefront one? Yeah. The one that came out in 2004. When the the heroes were AI controlled and you couldn't play as them? Yes. That could be that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, the the AI itself in Battlefront, the new one, would um would need work. <laughs> the AI is like. extremely strange and unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I watched one of the uh, AI people in arcade um, running in place in a corner. Had <laughs> headlong into the corner. They just kept running. I'm in for a solid 30 seconds before I put him out of his misery. <laughs> so, I mean, imagine you come around a corner and there's Grievous, but he's doing his spider crawl directly into the corner. <laughs> Nothing's coming of it. <laughs> Would be a little strange. So, I'm fine with the heroes being like they are and being the four side. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly happy with who it is. I just don't quite understand Palpatine not being one yeah. for the dark side. That confuses me. Maybe it's because they wanted a person with a blaster. Possible, because there's not... I mean, there's one blaster on the you know light side. Yeah. And they may have just wanted there to be one on the dark side so that it's even. 
And if that's the case, then I'm fine with that. And I get that. Uh, it's like a balanced decision. Right. I, my problem's not with Bosk. Like Bosk is fine because he's he is current to that era. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's it, that it's him over Palpatine. That's what confuses me. Yeah. So no problem with it. Uh, it'll be fine. I'll wait and play it. I'm not going to. I'm not one of those people that puts down much judgment until I've gotten my hands on the game mode, which will be shortly. So I'm not that bothered by it. When is that actually? That's the, be the 26th. 26th. So. So Tuesday. So I'll have, yeah, one day to play it before I go back to work. So yeah, that'll be good. Um, how about the new reinforcements? The new reinforcements, the, the big, big old, uh, dual wielder and then the vibro sword wielder. Who are you more excited for? Um, Wild West style dual pistols or uh, another person with a bladed weapon? Dual wielder. Yeah, absolutely. Why would you not be? Um, my thought and my hope is now that we have the Arc Trooper, maybe based on that model and the digital assets, that that will be a pathway to us getting Jango fit. Because that's what I want, and that's what the uh, that's what the people want. And the people. The people probably only being me and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, tweet at me if you also want Django Fett in the game at PR seven twenty three goal. We will become an unstoppable force. <laughs> we will make dice give us what we want. Hashtag make Django great again. That's right. Bring Django back. I'm interested to see if the commander droids are just a battle droid with a lightsaber mm-hmm. mechanics wise gameplay wise or if they're a little more uh i don't know different difficult complex unique however you want to say it interested to see how that goes because um i believe it said in the notes that they patched lightsaber combat yeah so this will be this the, update this will be the update we haven't had the community transmission which is very very odd we are four days actually yeah four days away as we record from the release of this and we still haven't got the community transmission we were promised about the ct is out now this was recorded before the release link to the details will be in the description the lightsaber combat but this is the this is the update that we will get the new revamped edition of lightsaber combat Another thing to add about the new game mode is we only have one map at launch. It's a Geonosis, right? Yep. It's and it's also a a different version of Geonosis, so it's not the same that we uh, are all familiar with. It's going to be a a different different setup of the map. So they wanted to make it a completely different experience than uh, the Galactic Assault map that we have. I'm interested to see what that is. It would be so awesome if in this update they were able to do. Could you imagine going into... The droid factories? The droid factories. <laughs> yes, that'd be great. Some of the meeting rooms that we see. The torture chamber. The um, the the arena. Now, the arena would be awesome. Or at minimum, if you could hit that balcony overlooking the arena. Even yeah. if it's like a, you know, like a little Easter egg or something. But droid factory or arena, if you can only get one. Mm-hmm. Which one? Droid factory all the way. Absolutely. Agree wholeheartedly. I still still remember playing the Lego Star Wars game where, <laughs> where you make it through the droid factory. Uh that in the frostbite engine. Be pretty good. Oh, I mean specifically the the just the droid factory, or are you mentioning the Lego version of it in Frostbite? Well both would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
But since um, I don't, I don't think that they have taken up my want of a bikini stormtrooper in the game. Been on that train since day one. Oh yes, gonna die on that hill, aren't you? I will. I I will be preaching preaching to the choir about our Lord and Savior bikini stormtroopers. <laughs> our Lord and Savior bikini trooper. Yes, yeah, fair enough. Until. They stop making Battlefront games. Until Star Wars itself is dead and on a pile of burned corpses. There's nothing greater than the Bikini Troopers. I was going to argue that with you, but I don't think that I can. (laughs) See? Fair enough. Bikini Troopers it is. (laughs) I get a t-shirt made next week. (laughs) Bikini Troopers for life. That's right. Um, going through uh, Ben Walk's tweets. Walking through his tweets, if you will. Yeah, Ben, ben walking through his tweets. I'm so sorry. He says this when uh, it first dropped. Geos- Geonosis Pipeline West. So it's the Geonosis Pipeline West is what the map is called. Possibility. Droid Factory. Possibly, I yeah. Mean, it's somewhat of a pipeline. Those poor unfortunate souls. So sad. So true. I mean... I know it's going to be quote unquote different, but aside from the droid factory and the arena, if you take them out, what sort of variance is there related to Geonosis? It's sand, mm-hmm. it's rock, it's mountain, it's creepy flying bugs. I mean, it's it's fairly consistent. I don't think there's a lot else to it. If you take out the droid factory yeah. and the, uh, you know where that controversial topic, controversial thought here. It's Tatooine with mountains. That's fair. I can see that. Uh, this is what Ben Walk says. Uh, it looks like Geonosis that you know from Galactic Assault, but it's a new experience. It's been created with capital supremacy in mind. I enjoy running through the caves and flanking the enemy when the battle is on the surface. On the surface, it's getting heated, so possibly it's just more caves. Now, I just had this thought based on the fact that it's called Pipeline List. What do you think about the possibility that it's the section of Geonosis where Anakin and Padme land, where all the smoke's coming up, mm-hmm. and they go through those first few tunnels in leading into the droid factory? Now, we may not get the full, you know, the full experience of the droid yeah. factory, but it could possibly be that segment of Geonosis. I don't know if those were pipelines or not. I don't know what a pipeline is, apparently, but it could have been that. Possibly. Or maybe go. I would like to also see go through like caves where you see the hives of the Geonosians. That would be pretty sweet. That'd be cool. There's always so much that we don't know when we get the details. Man, they, I tell you what, when they say March, they mean April. When they say February, yes. they mean March. Since, since they announced there was going to be DLC and content for the game, when they say a month... They mean the last possible moment that they can get away with. The very end of the month. Like when they said February for, was that the Anakin? Yes. Chosen one update. Wasn't it like the 25th or 26th also or 21st or something like I that? Think it was, yeah. It was, it, was, it was around there. Right. It was towards the end. It's last week. It's going to be I in the last the week 27th. of the month. It was either 26th or the 27th. Yeah. When they say February, it's the very end of February. Yeah. March, very end of March. Might as well be the next month. Exactly. And when they say the community transmission's coming, it's coming four days before the game mode launches. Uh, The communication and the pipeline for approval is horrendous. I don't know why it takes them so long to make it through the processes of getting published. I don't know. I'm not really sure how that um, process works, but I would think it would not be that hard to put out more information. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Could be could be completely off base and it may be very difficult and they're doing the best they can. I truly believe that they are doing the best that they can. 
But why are there always, why, why is there this huge blare from, I have this thing finished, it has to get Im- approved by multiple levels, and then we have to wait for it? Like, why is there that? I, I wonder why they have put that in place. I think it's because Star Wars. Star Wars and um, EA. Yes. More than likely. It's got to go through EA, and then it's got to go through Star Wars, and then then it finally gets spit out the other end of what we see. I have a hard time believing that dice are the problem, mainly because I'm sure they don't like dealing with it either. Yeah. And I strongly doubt that they enjoy having people consistently blame them or call them out or call them names or, or you know, hate mail them basically. Yeah. Or ask when the community transmission's dropping 20,000 times anytime there's a post. Guys, gals, when one of the developers tweets something you don't have to ask when the community transmission is going to drop especially when it's them like talking about i i think it's ridiculous that the tweets and information that we're getting around the game are from the developers personal twitter accounts and not from ea star wars yes because the ea star wars account is the worst run like verified game account inconsistent in the history of mankind sometimes there's Sometimes they're super on top of like the trends in the game. And then the other 98% of the time, completely oblivious to what the fans want. So the, uh, the individual developers from DICE will uh, all tweet out on like a you know, Wednesday or Thursday. You know, hey, double XP's coming yeah. this weekend, Friday through Monday. The following Wednesday, the EA Star Wars account is like, did you enjoy that double XP weekend that we did not say anything about last week? Tweet us and let us know. Thanks, guys. Better be on top of things. Also, Ben Walk will tweet the tw- tweet the link to uh, the community transmission five minutes, hour before the EA Star Wars one will. And like they have this strange love of the mobile game, Galaxy of Heroes. Have you downloaded Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes yet? <laughs> Did you know we're adding this character? Did you know we have a mobile game? <laughs> you know what, guys? Maybe if... Because um, there's there's lots of stuff to go talk about on Battlefront. Maybe if you actually paid attention to what's going on in that community, there wouldn't be... I, I think it's ridiculous that these personal Twitter accounts have to be used for these official means. Like, why can't the developers just have their own Twitter account that they can share what they want instead of having to carry what should be through the official twitter account i don't think they should have to not they have to but i should not have to follow the personal accounts of individual personnel at dice or a da to get the information we need Mm -hmm. that should all come from either dice or ea star wars yeah but that's not gonna happen it doesn't happen now no it's quite odd like they have ea star break it out make EA Star Wars Battlefront Twitter account. Hey, they're on top of things for Galaxy of Heroes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you will know when there's a drop on a new hero or anything else. Absolutely, they're on top of it with that one. I I, I gotta give them kudos there. If we had half of the uh, representation and communication on Battlefront that we get on Galaxy of Heroes would be in a better place. Mm-hmm. And this is none of the developers' fault. No, I just blame EA for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I blame EA for everything. I misfiled my taxes. Thanks, EA. <laughs> Stub my toe in the morning. Thanks, EA. How dare you involve these microtransactions in my wall? <laughs> How dare you drop this microtransaction in my stairwell? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I tripped over a loot box on my way to work. <laughs> 
Christian Johansson, the uh, designer for Battlefront 2. He's now now designer for Battlefront 2. Right. Lover of geek tattoos, Star Wars, Mass Effect, sector clearing, and legendary outlaw shenanigans. Personal account. And yet those are the accounts we have to go to to get the news we properly desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like how it promotes the people that work on the game because they're all great people. Well, that's why I dislike the fact that they're involved in sending news because it mm-hmm. opens them up to more negativity and comments mm-hmm. that they have no control over. Oh, hey, look, there's this picture of the flower as I'm running. Why aren't you working on the game? Where's the community transmission? Where's classic galactic assault? <laughs> I need a remaster of Battlefront 2005, please. I mean, that's not the worst idea. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, available on backwards compatibility on the Xbox. <laughs> hey, Xbox, if you want to sponsor. I will say, though. As much as I love both of the original Battlefront games because they were very fun, mm-hmm. and I and They're I enjoyed quality games, right, and I enjoyed day. them in my formative years. I was uh, what twelve when Battlefront came out. Uh, fun games to play, but anyone who states that they are better games, not enjoyability, not you know, but better game being the construct of the game itself is mistaken yes and is viewing that through nostalgia because the mechanics of gameplay of battlefront 2 mm-hmm. from 2000 what was that from 2005 was it five six somewhere in there yeah right after revenge of the sith are terrible starfighter combat is horrendous Unplayable. it is not very good no. it's very bad oh, I, you did, wanted to I turn? did well to get in a ship, first of all, because, man, the AIs take them things quick and they get out of there. I did well to get in a ship, properly take off without killing myself, exit the capital ship, fly to the enemies, get inside land again without killing myself, exit the vehicle properly. <laughs> and Landing. Then, right, and then make my way inside. Like, there was a lot of variables starfighter combat in that game and they were not very good no. none of them were it was very bad whilst the ai going through the we went through uh, a couple years ago the campaign for battlefront 2 once more i had to i had to stop playing because i was so frustrated with the amount of skill the ai starships had not the ones on your team no not in the slightest generally yes the uh, ais that are supporting is a loose term because they don't support you very well. New game included too whenever you play any modes with them. Um, The AIs that should be supporting you are not very supportive. And the ones that are against you, dear God, are they good. (laughs) Headshot from across the map with a, you know, Mm -hmm. officer pistol or something. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag shout out to the... uh, to Bo and Brett, our cousins who uh, we we played Battlefront with a week ago, OG Battlefront 2004. Uh, we played through the campaign, finished it in like four hours. I um, had to play this one mission three times because of um, the side that you play on is underwhelmed because it's like, oh, you're trying to take over Cloud City. You're not going to have that many troopers so we're going to give you less and the other team more we had to play it three times before we were able to finally by the skin of our teeth beat the last 20 because we started off with 200 then they had 250 the way that worked out was just ridiculous it's quite the game 
Good to play. Fun to play. But I mean, I, yeah. I don't think they're superior games. No. In quality, you may, you, production quality. You may enjoy them more, yeah. but they oh, are absolutely. not. Um, it doesn't have to be a better game for yeah. you to enjoy it. I got what I wanted out of Battlefront 2. I got Heroes vs. Villains. That's yeah. really the only. If they released that game, if they released Battlefront 3, let's say next year, this time next year, if they released Battlefront 3, and it only has Heroes vs. Villains. <laughs> Hero Showdown, and it's got all those heroes plus some new ones. I'm happy. I'll pay. Take my sixty bucks. I'll pay seventy for it. I don't care. Take my money. That's what I want. That's the only thing I play. Ninety percent of the time I play that game. It's one of those two modes. Yeah. Galactic Salt's okay. It's fun, but I don't play it very much. Bring back Cargo. My love, my angle. Um, probably not gonna happen, but you know, I I guess it entirely comes down to what you prefer to play and what you want to play. But I'm happy with what we have right now. It's not perfect. No game is. very Well, very few games are. Um, I'm happy with the way it is. And I'm pretty happy to play the new one. New mode and see how that goes. I think that's about it for this episode. You can listen to the show on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find podcasts. You can follow the podcast at, on Twitter at SWB Podcast. Uh, your Twitter is uh, PR underscore seven underscore 23 and the word gold G-O-A-L come and uh, tweet me all your hate mail yes <laughs> uh, if you would like to share uh, any thoughts on this episode uh, have ideas you can uh, reach out on Twitter or uh, through our email which is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com uh, you can support us on Patreon patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast or on PayPal paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P completely free way it helps us out a ton is to leave a review on itunes your podcast app of choice the apple podcast app uh, google play or wherever you find podcasts Uh, if you enjoy the show we would definitely appreciate uh, a review wherever you listen it helps us out a ton it uh, helps get feedback from you and lets other listeners know that hey this podcast is pretty good i've been your host sage goodwin i've been your co-host preston russell as always may the force be with you Ah, uh, here we go. This is this is gonna be the next. Uh, you know, Super Smash Brothers has the little jingle when it says "New Challenger approaching" and <laughs> doesn't tell you who it is. This is gonna be the one for Battlefront. It's gonna be this music playing. New Challenger approaching. It's the Red Army from Soviet Russia. What are they doing here? It's the Soviets taking down capital ships. Yep. Uh, with now, hunger and lack of resources. N- now, now cannon to the game. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>